I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Hi, and welcome to Play Me and Part 2 of Between the Sheets by Jordy Mand. In Part 1 of Between the Sheets, we meet Marion, a mom who's at her son's private elementary school to talk to her child's teacher, Teresa. She's there to discuss her son's academic progress, but the conversation soon turns from her child to the teacher's relationship with her husband, Curtis. Marion wants to know why Teresa has been communicating with only him. She tells them she saw them together in the parking lot when Curtis was whispering in her ear and placing his hand on her back. Teresa tries to deny what Marion is implying until she pulls out the smoking gun, a binder full of printed intimate emails between the two lovers. This is part two of Between the Sheets by Jordy Mand. This doesn't concern my job. You better believe it concerns your job. You are sleeping with a student's father. They would have cause for concern if this involved a student, but it doesn't. You think the school wants to know that one of their teachers is fucking... I am great at my job. I don't care if you're the best goddamn teacher in the universe. I will make your life as difficult as I possibly can. Do you understand me? How long have you been seeing him? Answer the question, or so help me God, I will... A couple of months. A couple. Yes, a couple. So... What, since December, January? Since since the end of September. Who else knows about this? No one. You haven't told anyone? No. You haven't told any of your girlfriends? No. Family? Roommates? Co-workers? Is there anyone here who knows? I said no. He should have known better. He's He's old enough to be your father. He's not that old. Oh, yes, he is. Well, I'm not that young. No? No. How old are you? 28. Oh, God. When were you last together? I know it's been in the last week. Where do you meet? Where do you meet him? I have never been to your house, if that's what you're asking. How do I know that? How do I know you're telling the truth? I don't know how you know that. I want you to tell me. I am. I am telling you. What... What do you want me to say? You stood there minutes ago and lied to my face. How the hell am I supposed to... Why are you asking me anything if you're not going to believe me? You have been deceiving me for months. I have not been deceiving you. No? No, he... You should be talking to him. I want to hear it from you. You should be asking... I want to hear it from you. Where do you meet? Do you meet him here? What? Do you meet my husband? No. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. I would never... You would never what? I would never do something like that. This is my classroom. Why would you even ask me that? Then where? In a hotel? In a car? On the street? At 
My apartment. Your apartment? Yes. Do you live alone? Yes, I live alone. Does he have a key? No, he does not have a key. How do you know when to meet? How does he know when to come over? I don't know. Look, we... We've only been together a few times. What does that mean, a few times? You've only seen each other a few times? You've only fucked each other a few times? We've only slept together a few times. So, what, twice? Three times? I haven't counted. Do you use protection? What? I need to know if I should be tested You for... don't need to be tested for anything. Do you use protection or not? Yes. What, are you on birth control? No, I'm not on birth control. No? No, we use condoms, all right? Condoms? Yes. Does he buy them or do you? I don't know. So they just appear out of nowhere? No, he... You're going to stop seeing him. Do you understand me? You're going to contact him tonight and you're going to tell him it's over. You're going to tell him it's over and then you are never to communicate with him again. You won't write to him. You won't call him. It's not that simple. Simple? What did you think was going to happen? I didn't think anything. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You weren't thinking. Neither of you were thinking. We... You think I don't know what he sees in you? You're young, you're attractive, you're some kind of answer. Answer? Yes, you're the answer to his fucking midlife crisis. You don't have to do that. What? You don't have to make him sound like some kind of... He's not like that. He's not like what? He's not like every other man his age? Sleeping with some young... He's twice your age, for fuck's sake. Well, you're the only one who seems to have a problem with that. Problem? <laughs> Sweetheart. Do you not see what's happening here? He's, he's using you. He wouldn't be doing this if he... He wouldn't be doing this if he didn't have feelings for me. Feelings? Do you hear yourself? You have no idea. This is a phase. I'm sure it's easier for you to think that. Believe me, nothing could possibly make this easier. No, it is. It's easier for you to think that this is a phase or some kind of an answer to... It's an affair. You're having... It's a, a relationship. <laughs> married. You know that, don't you? Yes. He's not single. He's not a bachelor. He's not available. The man you are talking about is my husband. Doesn't that mean anything to you? Of course it means something to you me. You can't just meet to fuck each other whenever That's you... That's not what this is about. It's, it's not... It's not? It's not what? It's not about sex. It isn't? No. You're sleeping with him, aren't you? That just happened. You just happened to find yourself in bed with my husband? No. How can you say it's not about sex? It doesn't matter what I say to you. Everything that comes out of my mouth is going to sound stupid or young or whatever it is you think I am. But this is real. This is real. And if he were here, he would be telling you exactly the same thing. He... <laughs> Neither of us was looking for this. I knew he was married, of course. I knew he was married. But it's not as if I went out of my way to find a married man to sleep with. I hate the fact that he has a life with someone else that he has a life with you. I know you think this is just about sex, and I get it. I do, but it's not, and you need to know that. It has never been about that. I ache until I can hold you inside me again. Don't. Your sweat on my skin, the taste of you in my mouth. Stop. The thought of you, the very thought of you makes me wet. Stop it. It's not about sex? You don't understand. Oh, obviously I don't. He writes to me. He writes to me all the time. Yes, I've been reading his work. No. 
You haven't read these. He's been writing short stories for me, poetry. What, like assignments? You don't get it. No, I get it. You're giving my husband homework. This is not a joke. You have no idea what he's written about. How much he has shared with me. How much I know about your life together. What? I know about your first date. I know about your wedding night. I know about fights that you've had. I know you were sleeping in separate rooms for a while. He's written about the most private, intimate details of your marriage. You have some fucking nerve. He's miserable. He has told me over and over again how sad, how lonely he's felt, how trapped he's felt. He's happy. For the first time in years, he is actually... We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity, available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want some water or, uh... I'm going to tell you something, and I want you to listen, because this is something he would never admit about himself. He is never satisfied. And the reason he would never admit that is because he doesn't know. He has no idea that he has been living his life this way. That for years he has been living his life this way. Whatever it is you think you've found together, in the end, it won't matter. He is never, ever happy, and he never will be. Alex's project is... I know which project is his. Does he know? What? Does my son know? No. You're sure? Yes, I'm sure. But he's seen the two of you together. Only when he's being dropped off or picked up. Have you ever seen him outside of school? No. After school? On the weekends? I have have never seen your son outside of this school. I want him as far away from you as possible. What? Why? Because you have put him in a dangerous situation. How is this dangerous? Alex isn't safe in your class. My student's safety is the most important thing to me. I would never do anything to put any of my students in danger. My son. Your son is doing well. Alex is having the best year he's had since he started here. Of course he is. He's smart. You're right. He is smart. He's also incredibly challenging. Kids are challenging. Not like Alex. His teachers haven't always known how to work with him. He's struggled a bit here and there. Struggled? Marion, he's been drowning. 
I have all of Alex's report cards since he started here. I have comment after comment from his teachers, each of them noting his behavior as an issue, that he has trouble focusing, trouble staying on topic, that he zones out during class. Every kid zones out. You try finding a Not kid Not every that... kid. Not like Alex. He used to talk to himself. He would continually disrupt the class. Then you should be doing a better job of controlling them. It's your job. It's to... because I have been doing my job. Because Alex and I have been working together, creating a system together that he... A system? Yes. What system? So he can function. So he can stay focused in class. What are you talking about? I've been giving him ways to help organize his thoughts. It's been good for him. He doesn't feel like his mind is moving a million miles per minute. Does the school know that you're using system? Of course they know. I've consulted with a number of teachers here. Which teachers? From the resource program. The resource program. Yes, Alex's needs are very... So now you're an expert on what my son needs? I'm not an expert, but I did my AQ in special education. Fuck, of course you did. He needs to... You have no right speaking to anyone about my son without my consent. Alex is my student. I have a professional obligation... To talk to us before you decide to just take matters into your own hands. I did. Curtis and I... What? You what? We discussed it. I didn't just take matters into my own hands. He knew I was speaking to Ms. Larson. I wouldn't have pursued it without consulting with- This is a fucking nightmare. Alex is making progress. Please don't forget that. I am the first person that has actually been able to get through to him. You are not the first person. I am the first person here. It's because I have been working with Alex during class, after class, at recess, that he's finally- And do all of your students receive this level of attention, Miss Stewart? Alex needs the attention. Other students don't necessarily. He needs it, or you do. What? I'm just asking. Asking what, exactly? You don't think I know what you're doing? No, I don't, actually. The more time you spend with my son, the more contact you're able to have with my husband. Isn't that how you've arranged things? I haven't arranged anything. No. The child of the man you're fucking just happens to need more attention than any other student in your class. Alex's progress has absolutely nothing to do with my relationship with Curtis. And yes, for the record, Alex does It need... must be so romantic. The two of you lying in bed together, reading poetry to each other, discussing my son's academic... Alex needs to be assessed. Assessed. Tested. I know what assessed means. He needs to be working with the resource program. You think you're the first person to suggest that we have Alex tested? No, I know I'm not. You're right, you're not. Then why haven't you done anything about it? I'm not getting into this with you. Look, Alex is a great kid. He really is. He's smart and funny and clever, but it's only going to get harder for him. I'm sure you know that. If you don't do something about it now while he's still young enough to... I know, I'm the last person in the world you want to hear this from, but you need to consider this for him. You need to consider it if We you... have. We have considered it. Okay, so... So? I don't want that for him. I don't want him treated differently. I don't want him to be isolated or... Of course you don't. I don't want him put into some kind of separate stream or... He's a sensitive kid. He wouldn't handle this well. I wouldn't underestimate him. To be honest, I think he'll be relieved once... Relieved? Yes. How would any of this be a relief for him? Because these systems work for him. He'll... You don't understand. I do. You don't. You spend a couple of hours a week with him. I spend 40 hours a week with him. 
Because it's your job. You're not with him. Well, from the sounds of it, I spend more time with your son than you do. Excuse me? It's true. You're never home. Because I work, you little cunt. You work evenings, weekends. And why do you think that is? For fun? I work for them. Everything I do, everything is for them. For my family. So we can have the life that we have. So we can afford to send Alex here. So I can pay your goddamn salary. You don't pay... I would love nothing more than to be at home with my son every night instead of sitting in an open-concept office with a bunch of 20-something-year-olds waiting for a conference call from some asshole in another fucking time zone. I would love to bring Alex to school every morning. I would love to volunteer for class trips. I hate having to work late into the evenings. I hate not being able to tuck him into bed most nights. I hate having to ask him how his day was over the phone. He's my son. Being away from him is one of the hardest it things hasn't I... stopped you. Stopped me? You're still... I'm not going to stand here and justify the decisions that I... that we have made together as a family that enable my son to have the kinds of opportunities that he... Why am I even going into this with you? You of all fucking people. Because I have seen what Alex is like when he gets enough. the kind of... It's enough already. You don't get to be a part of this conversation. You don't get to weigh in on what happens to my son. Do you understand me? His future... Has nothing to do with you. I care deeply about if Alex. If you cared about him, you wouldn't... I care about him more than you know. What does that mean? Nothing. No, what the fuck does that mean? Never mind. Don't you walk away from me. What did my you... My relationship with Alex is important. And? And he's going to be an important part of my life. What are you... We're moving in together. Curtis and I. Jesus Christ. We were waiting until the end of the school year, until Alex is finished. You're moving in together. Yes. That was part two of Between the Sheets by Jordy Mand. Part three is available now on Play Me. It featured Susan Coyne and Christine Horn. The original theatrical production was directed by Kelly Thornton. It had its world premiere at Nightwood Theatre. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at Podcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcasts.com.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.